You are listening to Old Dog New Tricks with Abby Vollmer, where we are all about health and wellness and a little sprinkling of faith. Today, we're going to explore strength building and resistance training. You know, what are they and what do they mean to our health? And how might one get started as a beginner? And what part do they play in a full, rounded, well-rounded fitness program? I'd like to introduce to you our guest today. Her name is Lauren Weller. She's a good friend of mine and an amazing CrossFit coach. She's CrossFit uh, Level 2 trainer. She has competed in both international and national CrossFit competitions, such as the Granite Games and Wadapalooza and Girls Gone RX, amongst others. Um, She is a coach at a CrossFit affiliate. And her and her husband are opening a strength and conditioning gym soon, as soon as all this uh, coronavirus stuff perhaps gets out of the way. Um, And I want to start off by just, before I ask any questions of you, Lauren, I want to kind of just kind of give a background of where maybe myself, a lot of my listeners are. Many of us um, have come from aerobic backgrounds. And... um, I also want to talk about the word aerobic. You're going to, we're going to synonymously use the word cardio for that because people tend to use cardio more than aerobic anymore. But we come from backgrounds of walking and running and bicycling and swimming and even Zumba. And if you're my age, uh, jazzercise was thrown in there somewhere. So this is how kind of we've defined exercise. However, you pick up any magazine on exercise, you, you read any blogs, you, anything that you happen to pick up about exercise today, you would be hard bent in the latest news not to find something about the benefits of strength building and resistance training. So currently, and I just want to throw this out before I start questions, Lauren, currently I was, for instance, I was reading an article at, on um, MyFitnessPal news, uh, um, news feed and the, the research in this article was talking about the benefits of strength and aerobic combined. And it, some of the stats that it was throwing out was it said with aerobic exercise only, a person who does that is 28% less chance of being obese. A person who only does strength building has a 30% less chance of being obese. But if you combine the two, you have 50% chance less of being obese. Plus, if you combine the two, you have increased metabolism and improved blood sugar levels. So, you know, from the get-go, I just want to throw that out there that those are statistics to show us that this is um, beneficial. So, Lauren, what is strength building? Because I conjure up images. I'm going to probably kind of like interrupt you with that right there. Because the reason that they're talking about those people that I think you said 20%, if you just run, you're 20%. Um, less likely to be obese, and then, you know, would you say 30% for strength training, right? Uh-huh. Strength only. Mm-hmm. The two. Well, part of that is because um, there's three energy systems, and they all work simultaneously to agree to a degree, but um, they all um, are predominant depending on what the needs of our body are, and, like, they all train different parts. So there's three energy systems that we have. So when you're talking about that first one, that's actually the third one. It's an oxidative, the one that you said you're 20% less likely to be obese, I think you said. Uh Um, And it relies heavily on oxygen. It's run by, fueled by oxygen. Okay, so great, you run, you kind of eat whatever you want. Um, You're 20% less likely to be obese. Well, then the second one you're talking about um, is actually the lifting one, more like a something that's going to last um, about 
like five to 10 seconds of a heavy lift. And then maybe like you rest a minute or a minute 20 and then you lift and then you rest. Um, that's your fast vision. So that's your other system. And then the glycolytic is that one that you were talking about. And that is kind of combining lifting and uh, cardio or like aerobic capacity type things. Does that make sense? Yes. So, so yeah, and it's, um, and I think you said 50% less likely if you combine the two, is that right? That's right. Right, yep. which makes sense. This is why we want to be well-rounded and touched on all of those points. We want to hit all three of our energy systems when we are training. Okay. Um, sorry, but go ahead with your No, question. that's okay. That's good. So now we know that we want to do this. <clears throat> we get that we want to do this. The, the research says this is the best thing for you. But if I have never had any experience in strength building, I, I don't even know exactly what it is because I conjure up bodybuilders, I conjure up bikini competitors, powerlifters. You know, is that accurate in what strength building is? It can be, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If that is, if you are training, you know, several times a day, maybe two training sessions a day, if you are um, fueling your muscles right after you work out, because when you are just strength training, if you are purely trying to add mass, which just so a lot of women steer clear of strength training because they are afraid they're going to get bulky, and it is very difficult to add muscle mass. Um, We all know it's pretty easy um, to add fat mass, but to turn that to muscle is you know, you have to work really, really hard and you have to think about the timing of your food. Um, so yeah, it can be bodybuilders, um, strongman, bikini, it can be, but those people are the very extreme of strength training. Just like Abby, you're a runner, but there are people that can literally run a full marathon in like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that's the only way we define aerobic capacity? Absolutely not. Does that make sense? It does. Like so talk to me. Level. Talk to me then about the people that you have trained or that you train that aren't bodybuilders, that aren't bikini competitors, and aren't powerlifters. That's kind of who I right. want to so know about. You can start. So I don't want that to intimidate somebody that's going to start um, strength training. Like your strength training can literally start with bodyweight air squats, um, push ups you know, find a tree, wrap a towel around it and and do some rows, you know, like pull yourself into that tree and then go into extension. That can be considered strength training, Um, anything body weight. And then to add on to that, you want to get some like time under that tension, you would slow it down. Maybe you do like some really nice, slow eccentrics, three seconds on the way down and then come out of your squat. And then once you progress out of that, you could add a little bit of load. Maybe you hold um, a dumbbell in front. Maybe you get yourself a barbell. Maybe you throw on a backpack and you put some rocks in it. Um, so it can be any level. And it's just like whenever, you, if you uh, go on the other side of somebody that's always strength trained and wants to maybe start working on that oxidative system, um, maybe they start with some interval training, you know, four sets of 200 meter runs with two minutes rest in between things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then from there, maybe they build up and eventually they run a marathon. So when, you know, I know that you, you're a programmer, you program people's, um, exercise programs, which I personally like to have my programs programmed for me. I am not smart enough in that arena to get a balanced program. I don't on myself, 
But if I have somebody who um, says, I want to start strength building, I know that it's um, going to be good for me. How might they just begin? I know you've just given us some ways that they can, but how can they begin to build that into a routine um, in their program? Would you suggest they find somebody, a coach? No, they they don't necessarily need a coach. Um, There are, I mean, tons of really good free programs online. You can literally Google um, body weight exercises and these really cool little like um, images come up and it'll have like 20 different pictures of people doing like drawings of people doing different exercises. Um, you can get online and follow that when you're starting. So once it becomes more specific is when you are more of a, um, you've been in it, you're a seasoned athlete. So even like you, Abby, you are, you are considered more of a seasoned athlete. Um, whether you're, you will probably disagree with me on that. Cause you always act like you're less than you are. <laughs> um, but you have been lifting long enough that it, it does benefit you to have somebody, um, telling you exactly what you need to reach your specific goals. If you're just getting started, there is so much free content on the internet. Um, and, I mean, it's just literally everywhere. Um, pick one of those and stick with it. One of the biggest things is going to be sticking with it. You can't do it for one day this week and then maybe one day next week. And then you skip two weeks and then you do it two days and then you skip a week. You need to be consistent right. and you can add it on top of whatever you're doing. Um, or you can sub it in for maybe two days instead of running two days. Mm-hmm. You do strength training for two of those days and you run the rest of your days. So you can kind of sub that in and out. But um then you might hit a plateau. Maybe you find um, a program that you can pay for that's not specific to you, but there are a lot of really good companies out there where you can just buy their program and say the eight week program is $30. That's not specific for you, but it's absolutely going to be a little bit more technical and um, more beneficial than what you've already done. So you're at a different level, you get that, you complete that. And then maybe down the road, Maybe you hire somebody to program specifically for you, but um, that is absolutely not necessary. Just like whenever you start trying to lose weight or maybe gain weight, whichever you're looking for, you don't necessarily have to have somebody telling you what to eat every single second of every day. You more need to think, just look at basically like it's more than calories in versus calories out. Like, am I getting my micronutrients with my macronutrients? Um, Just like setting a base and then building on top of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it sure does. So there's, I really, so I'm going to, I'm going to recap that for a minute. If I'm going to start out, I might go to the internet and look at body weight programs and pick from those. And I'm going to stay consistent with it. Do it three times a week, maybe, um, you know, alternate with my other and then as I want to progress, I might go to purchase a program online that's maybe not specific to me. And then if I want to progress even further than that, I could hire someone. Um, Absolutely. And-, and to even build on that, with that body weight one that you start with, um, like we talked about from there, you could literally, you can get online. Well, right now you can't buy these online because everything fitness related is sold out because everybody's stuck at home. But once you can get them again, um, resistance bands, you can add that into your body weight training or a simple dumbbell or something of weight. You just want to add some sort of load. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a lo- that. that's that 
ladies and gentlemen, is what strength building and resistance training is. It's adding load to your movement. So if you are just doing body weight, it's your body weight that is the load. If you are doing resistance bands, it's that tension in the bands that becomes the load. And dumbbells, that weight becomes the load. So you need to progressively increase that load. Am I right? Yes. And I actually, for somebody that has never lifted before, I don't recommend adding load at first, unless you are um, referred to as like type of like Globo gym, which is absolutely beneficial that's like how my husband likes to lift it's machines okay okay so if you're on a machine you are a beginner absolutely start with low weights adding a little resistance if you are only looking to um, use like body weight movements like functional movement where you are the quote unquote machine you are the air squat you are doing the push-up I would not add load to that until you one know how to do it safely and two have benefited you have plateaued from just your body weight, then progress by okay. adding load. And I want to, I want to mention, I want us to talk for a Does second on sense? on the safety part of it because <clears throat> I know with barbells, even with dumbbells, I learned a lot from having a coach at that point. I learned a, in order not to damage shoulders, in order not to damage knees and hips. So there does. In my opinion, and I'll ask you if it's the same, come a point where you need to have an expert tell you, this is what you need to do, and this is how you should not do this. Yes. Um, Having a coach, I mean, I've been training for several, I mean, I've lifted weights in high school, and there's a difference, and I think I would have been better off at some points looking things up on the internet than having some coaches that I had. But then I've had coaches in my life that, have literally changed my movement pattern and I think have basically kept me from being injured further in my life. Does that make sense? It does. So because I will get, I think having a coach is really important, but with that being said, when you are starting out again, I, I mean, I hate to always reference like going to the internet, but, um, there are really, there's so much good content on like watching, like how should I move properly? So if you are starting out, I would recommend like, you know, either maybe hiring somebody just to show you one time, have a session with them to, where they teach you to squat properly. They teach you to do a proper ring row. They teach you how to maybe use the machines at your gym um, or taking several hours and looking it up on the internet, like watching videos. Um, and then again, once you start to progress from there, especially once you start to get into like the fast twitch movements, like I know Abby, you lifted for a while you did snatches you did clean and jerks which is definitely not people you do not have to do that to be strong but um those are movements where you absolutely need to coach i think that's right. probably the movements you were talking about okay yeah um i to to piggyback on what you're saying sometimes i will get a movement a new movement in my program that i don't know how to do use that i go through youtube like crazy and i just look and I look and I look at all the different ones and I listen to all the different people until I can get a general okay I think not just one I don't just look at one because that person might be wrong (laughs) so I look at several with that same movement and then go okay I think I've got it and then I'll do it and then I'll send that video (laughs) Um, but that's yeah I I totally 100% agree with that well okay so I'm gonna kind of I think this is a great overview in strength and resistance training how you can add that in um 
I mean, and for women too, like you cannot be scared of strength training because what is sitting down on the toilet to go to the bathroom and standing up? What is that? Right, right. That That's a squat. So what is bending down to, you know, Lift unload your, your groceries mm-hmm. and then standing up? That's like deadlifting. What is taking something off your counter and putting it into a cabinet? That is a press. So especially for females, as we get older, um, we are more prone to having osteoporosis. You need a really strong skeletal or muscular, you know, I don't want to think, I don't hate to say that. So you're not going to get bulky. Okay. But you do need a strong, um, strong muscular base to support your skeletal system. And you, it's very, very hard to get bulky. Like, so don't be afraid of that. You have to lift every single day, very heavy, very intensely. And you have to eat lots of carbs um, right after that workout to actually gain a lot of mass and look like a bodybuilder or something like that. Like you're not going to do that with resistance training or, um, you know, body weight movements. So you can't be afraid of it because we need it. We need it so that we can continue to get up and down off the toilet whenever we're older and we're not, you know, we are kind of, I hate to say, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, postponing being living in a nursing home or postponing living in our kids' basements or postponing, you know, death. I mean, all those things are going to happen at some point, but, you know, can you fight that? Right. You need strength training. You also need cardio. So I want to, just before we wrap up, I do have to mention one. I remember, Lauren, you um, coached an athlete and he was, I believe, in his 70s, no names, please. And um, it may have been 60s or 70s, but he'd been diagnosed with Parkinson's. And um, how old was he when he joined CrossFit and started training? Now, the impetus of this training was because he was um, diagnosed with Parkinson's, right? I mean, that was what got him going. And he was, I think he was in his 60s, and he was very good friends with the uh, person that I worked for at the time, their families were good friends. And so he started and it was really interesting to watch him progress. Um, that was actually, he was like one of those people that when I worked with was very emotional, like in a good way, because I specifically remember when he started, I mean, like when he would, you know, get down on the floor to do a burpee and stand up, he would have to take like three or four steps to catch his balance. And then after like four years, he could stand up without taking those extra steps. So he could have sat by, you know, we could all just sit by and say, oh, well, life threw this at me and we're all going to die anyway. And now I'm sick and now this, or you can do something about it. And yeah, it, may, it might take four years, but you, you can fight it. You know, you can be better. You can be stronger. You can be healthier. Does that make sense? It's, you know, and he's amazing. I just recently saw him deadlifting like over 300 pounds. Oh my on God. Facebook. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Wow. Well, all right, Lauren, I'm going to give you a quote here um, from Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill said, um, continuous effort, not strength or intelligence, is the key to unlocking our potential. So, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with that message. Put forth the effort that Lauren has talked about. It doesn't have to be perfect to begin with, and you certainly do not have to be the strongest. But if you're like me, you might fall in love with the strength building part of your program. So, Lauren, thank you very much. I want to give you this an opportunity to give Thanks, some Debbie. I will, uh, give some <clears throat> contact information if if you choose to. 
Um, let me even check because that's how bad I am with social media. Uh, <laughs> I am on Instagram, Lauren K 86. Um, we are opening a gym called Fortitude Strength and Conditioning here in Oak Grove very soon, as soon as all this uh, quarantine stuff passes. Um, and then one of my good friends and I work with some, um, we work together with one-on-one -on -one macro coaching, which is a, maybe Abby, we can talk about that on another podcast. Yes, yes, please. Talk about your macro and micronutrients and, you know, calories and things like that um, called The Lifestyle Boutique KC. Um, so, all right, that's it. All right, that's Lauren Weller. If, again, if you uh, want to get a hold of her for anything, but as she said, you don't need her. So, um, again, I leave you with uh, the hope that you will put forth some effort in this and give it a try. It is a lot of fun. It can become part a really great part of your life. So, we will talk soon. Bye. <laughs>